Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone and welcome back. Uh, today's episode we're going to talk about extra power from your solar system or from your wind turbine. Uh, today is actually a very good example of this. Uh, today is Saturday. Uh, it is the 4th, 2020 and the time here locally in Hawaii is 12.13 p.m. Now um, my, I have solar hot water heating meaning I have um, hot water heating panels. So instead of utilizing electricity, it utilizes um, these heating panels. Water passes through them and the sun heats up that water. And I get a lot of hot water. It works perfect. No problems. The only time where the system is not performing at its top level, it would be on, say, a day that is completely cloudy all day. Now, this works out very well as far as this type of system here in Hawaii because it's tropical weather. We have a lot of sun. Um, but there is those occasions from time to time where we'll have some bad weather roll in for, you know, a couple of days, maybe one day or, you know, it could even um, go up to maybe about three days. Um, today, it's the first day and um, I've been using a lot of hot water for different things. And I went down there just to double check to see what the temperature was and I'm at about 80, no, sorry, not 80. 98 degrees <coughs> excuse me so um you know it's you know it's cooling off because right now it's really cloudy uh, and there's not enough sun coming in to heat that hot water that's rolling through those panels so but luckily the way i've set up my off-grid system i will always have hot water no matter what happens no matter what happens we could go you know two three weeks a month two months without, uh, you know, enough sun, and I would still have hot water. But for the purposes of this podcast, I want to explain what I'm doing right now. So because there's not enough sun to heat up that water that's rolling through the panels, it is extremely windy outside. I'm going to stop talking, and I'm going to let you see if my microphone can pick up the background noise from the wind outside. Okay, so hopefully that picked it up a little bit, uh, but it's extremely windy. Now, my solar system is fully charged. It's been fully charged for hours, like early this morning, it's fully charged because we do have the solar panels and we have the wind turbine. Now, even on the, you know, a day like this that has bad weather, it's really cloudy. I'm able to fully charge my batteries up because I have a lot of solar panels. I have a lot of energy that I could easily, it easily just pumps right into the battery. Now, um, but that's not per se for the solar hot water heating system, right? So because I have all this extra power, I'm looking at my wind turbine um, app here on my tablet. And we're right now, it is steady over 1,000 watts of power. Steady. Uh, she's dropping down to about 800, and then she jumps back up. So it's a wind turbine, right? The power jumps up and down depending on the wind speeds that we have. Now... 
considering that my hot water is cooling off a little bit because there's not enough, you know, energy in the solar hot water heating system, I can easily utilize all this extra power. So that's what I'm doing. So I went downstairs and, well, let's back up a second. My, my hot water heater is essentially wired and installed like any other home. It is actually wired regularly through a breaker panel, but that breaker is normally off. I normally never turn it on unless it's like a day like this that I want, I want to, you know, turn it on. That way I could heat that water. Now, keep in mind, we are off grid. So even if I turn that breaker on, we are using the energy that is stored in the battery or all the extra power coming from the solar panels or from the wind turbine. So um, today what I did was I went downstairs and I went ahead and turned on that breaker. That breaker is now energized. It's energizing the heater elements that's inside of that hot water heating tank. Now, because I have so much extra power today from the solar panels and from the wind turbine, I'm able to utilize all this extra power that would normally go nowhere. It would just, you know, wouldn't go anywhere um, because my batteries are full. So at this point right now, I'm able to take all this little extra power from the solar panels and all this power from the wind turbine and utilize it for a good purpose. Instead of it going nowhere, it's going somewhere. And so, yeah, it is currently heating my hot water. So the hot water heater is wired normally. Nothing tricky about it. It's just wired like a regular house. Now, the what's happening is the my control system, the outback control system, is registering and realizing that we're pulling a load in the home. That load is that hot water heater. So what it does is it says, okay, well, we can realize that there's power being pulled out. So let's go ahead and, and turn, make sure the, the charge controllers are engaged to soak more power in. So it, it's, it, it's an automatic process. I don't have to do anything. So as much power as I'm pulling out, the system will adjust itself to allow enough power to come in to maintain the full battery percentage. Pretty cool, huh? So I don't have to worry. So I just leave the hot water heater on and good to go. Now, my hot water heater takes about, I would say if the water was like mm, maybe 80 degrees, let's just say it was, but it's not. If the water was 80 degrees, it would take about two, about two hours. Yeah, about two hours to fully heat all that water because it's a big tank. It holds a lot of water. I think it's a hundred, don't quote me, but I think it's a hundred and twenty gallon tank of water. That's a lot of water to heat up. Um, but the reason I have a bigger tank is so that way I have a bigger reserve of hot water, right? So that way I can use more hot water without um, worrying about it getting cold right away. Because the smaller the tank, the less hot water you have in it. And then the more water that gets displaced in it, it gets cool. And then you're, you know, you, you can find yourself in a situation. So for me, I have a big tank. So right now, um, I'm essentially heating my hot water with electric, but with um, renewable energy, right? Because we're not connected to the grid here. So yeah, whatever power my solar panels can, can pull in and whatever power the wind turbine pumps out, it all just goes towards the total amount that's going to be making sure that my batteries are topped off. So the charge controllers essentially right now are just taking in as much power as they can to maintain the uh, full battery state, which it has no problem doing. Um, right now, if I look at my full, because right now we switched, right? I switched from a 60 volt 
battery system to a 48 volt battery system. And I'm currently looking at the battery volts on my um, wind turbine charge controller um, app that I have in my home. And we are at 48.1. And actually at 40, it's actually 48 now. So 48 to 48.1. And the reason why there's that 48.1 right now, it's 48.2, 48.3 is because there's so much wind out there, so much power that we're able to, you know, take in that it's easily soaking it up. No problem. But it's being offset by the power that I'm drawing in the hot water heater as well. So essentially, it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It is maintaining my full battery state of 48 volts, doing it perfectly, right? So, and the other thing is too, the um, hot water heater, it has hot water heating elements inside of it, right? That's how it uses the electricity to heat that water. Um, you can change your hot water heater elements to fit your system. There's different wattages out there. Um, but for me, because I have quite a bit of power that I can just easily use, you know, from the solar and from the wind, that my heater elements are the, I think the, I think they're like 4,500, either 4,500 or 3,500 um, heater elements that I installed um, when I, you know, when I, when I implemented this new system, when I hooked it all up, I actually took out the elements that were in there because uh, I, I wanted to make sure that if I was going to start everything from fresh, I wanted to have brand new elements. I actually have those old elements for backups just in case, but I wanted fresh ones in there, you know? So yeah, it is just rocking and rolling today, guys. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, you can't complain, right? I mean, how would you complain about this? I mean, you know, so even on a day like this where we don't have enough sun per se um, to heat the water rolling through the solar hot water heating panels, we still have enough sun and wind power coming in through the, the PV system and the wind turbine to easily heat that water. So there's always a way. There's always a way, you know. Now, here is a, another example because I have multiple redundant systems on my hot water. So let's say, for instance, that um, there's no wind and it's really dark outside and there's not enough solar power coming in for me to, for me to actually um, turn on the breaker. Well, I do have backup systems. I have, which is all plumbed in line, I have um, the propane on-demand hot water heater that has a propane tank hooked up to it at all times. I never, ever use it. It's hooked up. All I have to do is switch a valve and I'm instantly on it. And it'll inst instantly fire up and work, but I've never, I never had to use it. I've done some, when I hooked everything up, I did my testing to make sure it would work and it does. And basically it just sits there as a redundant system, right? And then also in line is my biogas on demand hot water heater, which I could easily turn on and use. So I have multiple systems to heat hot water. We have the um, solar hot water heating panels, which is majority of the workhorse for 99% of the time. Uh, and then on a day like this, I do have the solar and wind. And then let's say there was a snare where there was no wind or it was really dark or something. Um, then I could either fall back onto either the on-demand propane or the on-demand biogas hot water heater. Those are five redundant, well, yeah, total of five systems in place for hot water. F no, four, sorry, four systems in place for hot water. So I will always have hot water, <laughs> right? Um, did I do overkill? Mm, I don't think so. I think I'm just prepared, right? 
And so like today is a really great day and I'm just looking at the numbers on the charge controller in my house and everything is just rocking and rolling guys. Like, <laughs> and let's see, it's 2.20 right now. I would suspect by about 3.30, yeah, about 3.30, that hot water heating tank downstairs will be fully hot back up to about 100 and I think I have it set to 148 or 150 degrees. So it'll get there in no time pretty quick. So anyway, guys, you know, think about, you know, think outside the box for your project, regardless if you're doing hot water or whatever it is. Um, there's many ways to make a redundant system. Like an example, let's just say you have solar panels and you don't have enough sun coming in to charge your batteries. Well, you can easily have a backup system, your generator or a propane generator um, in line. You know, you could also run that through a transfer switch in a breaker panel. So it, you don't have to unplug and plug and plug everything in. All you do is hit this transfer switch and you can easily switch between two different entities as far as a charging source. And that's essentially kind of what I have here, except, um, you know, I have more than one. I have four different ways to heat that hot water. Now, keep in mind, my house is plugged in and on because I have so much power because of the sun and from the wind turbine today or every day. Um, you know, TVs are on. I have it muted right now because I'm obviously doing this podcast. Got my computers on, tablets plugged in. I got all my Milwaukee batteries plugged in and charging. I have my regular refrigerator up and running. Um, yeah, everything just rocking and rolling, guys. Um, and I'll give you guys an update on the wind. Um, wind turbine and the power coming out of it because uh, I think this is the first day of many that we're going to have some really high winds um, so that's going to be pretty exciting to kind of see I always try to see if the wind turbine can break break its last record and what I mean is the amount the most amount of power I've ever seen come out of the wind turbine right so it always it always surprises me you know it always surprises me right when I think okay yeah it's the highest I might see for a long time I'll, when it gets windy, I'll go, you know, look at the um, the app to see what's going on with it. And sure enough, it'll surprise the hell out of me, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I'll keep you guys up to date. And I hope you guys' projects are doing well, you know. Um, if you're living off the grid or on a homestead where you don't have these amenities like people, normal people have as far as plugged into a electrical grid, think about redundant systems. Because the more redundant systems you have in place, the better off you're going to be. You know, in fact, um, I'll just glancing over and I just seen a little over, let's see, we're doing 1300 watts on the wind turbine right now. So that's pretty awesome. I don't know if you guys can hear it in the background. It is getting windy. And if I had to gauge the wind, I'm not going to gauge the wind speed, but I know for a fact this is nowhere near what we get. Like this is, it's getting there. Um, but it's got uh, a ways to go to get to the top speeds and how windy it normally can get out here. So we do have a, a lot more wind speeds and more power that we can easily um, soak in. Yeah, that wind turbine is just rocking and rolling. This is, so this is why, that's another thing, right? The wind turbine is a redundant system on my system. I have solar and I have the wind turbine. And look at all this extra power that I'm able just to suck in. In fact, let me... um. Okay, so I just switched over to a different screen. Um, today alone, from the wind turbine, uh, I was able to accumulate um, six, uh, so 6,000 kilowatt hours. 6,000 kilowatt hours. Just today alone. And the day is not even over. Like I said, it's only now two, almost 2.30. So, yeah, it's doing awesome. And then the solar also um, brought in a, a bunch of power, too, so... 
Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. I hope this helps you wrap your head around maybe having some redundant systems and just, you know, being prepared. You know, there's more than one, one way to skin a cat, as they would say. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode.